Welcome back. I got thrown off. Albers screen going off the thing here messed me up to start here january 17th welcome back to edgework i'm zach phillips joined today by alex moretto and at some point here potentially matt albert we'll see what happens with his screen uh, oh, that's that's what I, <laughs> that's what threw showing. me off uh that's what uh, that's what threw me off um all right, well, we got three games on the NHL schedule tonight, so we'll break down each of the three games, get into those. We also have a question that was sent over uh, to myself via Twitter a couple of days ago, so we'll get into that here as well, answering uh, some futures questions that are going through. Yeah, there you go. Evan's saying, rat shoot through Albert's power lines again. <laughs> um, yeah, Albert in shambles right now. Hopefully we can get him back in here at some point, but uh, <laughs> there we go. All right. Let's get into last night's games here, Moretto, because we did have a little bit of a tough night. Well, as a show, I guess we did. Like, I, I don't know. What, what am I gonna? What am I gonna do? I can't be the guy who's gonna be. No. If I say, if I say we didn't, and and say like, oh, Russell did. I'm the Leafs. I'm the Leafs. I'm coming here and telling you. Well, I scored a goal last night. My line had two points. What do you mean we lost? What? what how does this affect me? Uh, the show goes three and four yesterday. Tough day for Russell, but I mean, has had a pretty good year so far. So we'll let it slide for the one day. But three and four on the on the night last night moves our our season long record to one eighty nine, one eighty five and four with three hundred seventy eight bets. We're now at six point five percent ROI. Still a very good season for us here. But take us through what happened last night, uh, what led to the three and four night, and uh, why you're gonna defer the blame to Russell. Yeah, you are a very professional host, so I wouldn't expect you to throw blame on anyone. <laughs> we went three and four as a show last night. Um, yeah, I'll take credit for all three wins, and I'll uh, I'll throw Russell under the bus for all four sides that he lost on. And, you know, it is what it is. It happens. Um, kind of felt like I was doing the show with Matt Albert instead of Matt Russell with those results. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I wanted him here for that one. I had it all teed up, and this guy's computer goes down. He doesn't even get to hear it. Now it's a stray too bad um but yeah the, the totals were uh, the totals were uh were fairly comfortable um at least in the first two games that uh that uh capitals game was was never in doubt and the uh sharks game i kind of would say the same thing two one 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 going into overtime shootout um needed 12 rounds of the shootout to to um, get did that, we not uh, say that, that yesterday thing. yes we did we did not bet the fact that we didn't bet the t honestly did i not say two same game parlay <laughs> Blackhawks yes. money line, Sharks plus one and a half. Yes, yes. That was, that was a big missed opportunity. Big missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, but know. yeah, under that could have been a that could have been an absolute day. Like if we yes, did that and we did the, the regulation the draw. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Game goes to yeah. shootout, like we, we said too. Cowards, <laughs> yeah, we are cowards, though. We are cowards, so we didn't do any of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the three hundreds get home. Russell's sides kind of dragged us down. Albert, I'm sorry you missed. Uh, you missed my jab but you that I had lined up. You probably it's well deserved. Crashed. Yeah, <laughs> I Zach sends the link. I click it. I load it up. We're chatting beforehand. The second he hit record, I'm just like, uh, gone. The whole thing, yeah, the whole Orbit. thing just stops working. So I had to close yeah. it. And feeling like Joey Knish, which is not something you want to feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. Well. Three and four day yesterday. We got a bunch of games ahead of us here, or a few games ahead of us here today. So we want to answer those. We do want to answer the the questions. Uh, uh, but shout out to everyone who's in the chat here right now. I see everyone who shows up every day. Brian, Nebraska knows. Jeremy, Jay Stone, Rich, Evan, 
Claudio, thanks to you guys, Charles, for showing up here to the chat yet again. Do appreciate the support, but if you guys are here right now, you're someone who comes back regularly, you forgot to hit the like button, now's a good time to do so. Hit that like button while you're watching. Subscribe here to the channel. If you're new to the channel, you're clicking on this for the first time, please subscribe here as well. Like today's stream, uh, we do do uh, daily NHL shows Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, breaking down the games for that night, as well as giving out best bets. You can see all of our record for the season over in the Betstamp app in the Find Better section. And as always, the easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp to help you do so. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available in Android iOS, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. All right, well, before we can get off of last night's games, I know that there's one, one we lost on. We talked about how it was the game that was probably going to be the one that won uh, Moretto. That would be the Leafs-Oilers game. Uh, we kind of had predicted how that one went, might play out. We just ended up on the wrong side of that in terms of uh, the Oilers ended up being the team that won. But honestly, if you were sitting on the couch with me watching that, as soon as it got 2-0, we, you could have you could have known that that one was going to end up Oilers uh, because this Leafs team is fraudulent and they can't hold on to leads. But Moretto, you got to watch that Leafs game last night. What, what were your thoughts on there? Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought we were done with the under like 25 seconds in. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. it's going to be one of those games where Evan Bouchard just decides to not even remotely cover uh, Matthews far side for that easy goal. Um Thankfully, they battled back, and uh, man, this 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 team is like honestly like we can t we can throw shade at the Leafs all we want and stuff, and they're in the midst of a bit of a rough patch. But like the Oilers are unbelievable. Rolling. This team is just yeah. caving everyone in on any given night. We talked about how their schedule had been a bit soft, and maybe that's why. Like, no, it doesn't matter. They did to the Leafs what they've been doing to the likes of the Blackhawks and the Habs and everyone in this league. I mean, the Habs took them to overtime the other night. That should have been a five-one game. Like that they. they the Habs got dominated in that game. Montembeau just stood in his head. I think he saved like three and a half goals above expected. I think you you learned a lot more about the Oilers last night than we did about the Leafs. I don't think you can like fault the Leafs for look. It was just a defensive miscue in the end that cost them, right? Just like some bad D zone coverage that uh, allowed uh, who was it? Derek uh, Ryan that scored the goal. Or no, it was yeah. McLeod. McLeod that came out and scored that. Well, Derek Ryan, uh, who scores the first one, he's wide open in yeah. the slot, and then McLeod yeah, comes around the net and scores. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's just like we just learned that, hey, like step up in class or whatever you want to call it for the Oilers. And they kept chugging along. I mean, they're if the yeah. Canucks could stop shooting like 60 percent, then maybe, you know, our eight to one Oilers to win this division uh, would get home. But like this is insane what Vancouver's doing right now, too. So gets more frustrating by the day, considering we're holding that uh, Oilers ticket. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, as far as my thoughts for the game, you're you're pretty much bang on like we learned more about the Oilers there this was a matter of confirming things we already knew about the Leafs uh and also I also have one more thing to say these these post-game press conferences about oh we're not panicked we're not worried we're not worried in this room you know what fuck that at some point here it doesn't have to be about panic but like be pissed off respond tell the media about how 
you're not happy with the results. You don't like what's happening every night. I don't want to hear Mitch go in there and say, oh, you know, we're, we're not panicked in this room. That's you guys making this narrative. Well, get fucking panicked then. Care. Like, have some set of balls. Have some response. Have some pride for what the hell goes on on the ice. It's so absurd to come into the media after every time. You had zero success in your entire time you've been here in Toronto. Seven years of first round playoff losses then you go one year that you win you go to the second round and you win one fucking game and all of a sudden it's all good like you're you're fine with saying we're a great team we're happy we're, we're okay what the hell is that you've got Devon Taves and the Colorado Avalanche these guys these guys won a Stanley Cup two years ago, and yet they have a little bit of a rough patch, and Devon Taves is like, we got guys in this room who think they're playing well. They're kidding themselves. They got no idea. Like, these are guys who hold themselves and their teammates to a much higher caliber, and then you've got these morons here demanding all the money in the world. They go out there and they put up 99 points, yet they continue to tell everyone in Toronto and everyone around the league that they're 100-point guys. Well, you're fucking not. That's a different number than the one you've got there, buddy. You're hitting 99 not hitting 100 so but you're you're in la la land when it comes to that now you're gonna tell everybody you're this great team you're not you're a good team that's the extent of it that's your ceiling you're a really good team you're not a great team so get pissed off respond have some balls and pride in what goes on on the ice like I, i'm not even asking for panic here i'm asking for frustration or response it, it makes it makes no sense to have that type of response when you go out on the ice the the post game shit like Last night was a really good game. That was a fun game to watch. That was an intense game. That was a playoff type game in all seriousness. I think the Leafs played pretty well. To your point there, Moretto, they they had a couple of gaffes. It loses you the game. Okay, yeah, in an 82-game season, that might happen. But, like, fucking own it. That's four straight games you've blown leads now. That One of which includes the Colorado Avalanche. You're up three to nothing, by the way, and you lost five, three in regulation. Then you're up against the Detroit Red Wings who are chasing you. You lost in regulation. And then you're up on the Oilers here tonight and you lost in regulation again. Like this is just, uh, this is just a, uh, it's, it's pathetic to like then have that response after the fact. Like the game itself, I don't think was that bad, but then to follow it up with the response you do, it's like, this is why no one thinks you're a serious organization or a serious contenders. I had to get that off my chest. Sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm I love good. it. I, I had to change it. my little headline while we, while you were uh, ranting there. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I like, I'm good now. I needed to, I wasn't going to say anything. But like to that extent, but like I woke up this morning and I just like watched the Marner clip again. I don't know why I did that, but I was like, oh man, you can't do I that. I was like, yeah, I'm ready why to yell. Like, do why would you do that? I don't know, man. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. That was um, some quote though. Like, I guess you watch that to get fired up before the show, right? And little, it's like it's like uh, smelling. It's salts like watching the miracle there, on right? ice. You're speech. walking down the tunnel with the smelling salts and just getting yourself all fired up for this. You have to watch that. You have to watch that. Uh, Marner clip so you can get all wired for this rant. All right, I'm good with good. that. Uh, I don't know good. if you guys have anything else to add there, but <laughs> that's the extent of my. I don't know if, if everyone saw morning. the Marner uh, the Marner quote. Um, I don't know if we can bring it on screen, but I got it up here. He said that we got to ignore what everyone else says. We know we're a great hockey team. We show up every night. I mean, this last four games we've had leads. We've played some awesome hockey, some great hockey. Fuck so, your awesome hockey, dude. Hey, we had leads. So everything's okay. I'm not sure. Blowing, that was the tweet I what, put out yesterday. A 3-0 lead to Colorado, a two-goal lead there to Edmonton, and then 
whatever that was against Detroit on Sunday is necessarily good. Yeah. But, but it's We're like you some... you played I like you played one good period against the Islanders, and then you played the the second and the third period at a mediocre to below average level. You lose the game. You played one good period against the Avalanche. You played same thing against the Avs in the second and the third. Same thing against the Red Wings. Last night was the first like. 55 minute game that you played and you had five minutes of brain farts that led to the Oilers uh being able to come back and take that lead that's really what like to Steven paint this brush uh, of over those four games of like we played some really good hockey yeah some like there was some really good hockey spurt jumped into there but whatever I mean hey if they're happy you know what if they're happy they're happy you know they're the ones making 11 million dollars why the fuck should I care Right, just a so, job, man. Uh, just, a just, job. just a job. Just a job. Yeah, yeah and reality is, I, I messaged you guys last night. Like, they only get paid for the regular season, anyways. So that's all they should we should expect of them. Like, give us your points in the regular season, win some awards, and see you next year. Go enjoy, go enjoy your golf. That's that's what it comes down to. But I still think the funniest thing is going to be after the Leafs kind of do this all year, where they're just blowing leads every other night. This will be the year that they actually make a run. But I still no. think that'd be great no no all right you haven't been around this team long enough matt i don't yeah (laughs) no 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 all right let's get into tonight's games we got three ahead of us here so let's first and foremost start with moretto's montreal canadians on the road uh here against the new jersey devils tonight new jersey currently coming in minus 175 you see the habs plus 170 a total of six and a half here tonight uh moretto what are your thoughts on this game and uh especially being the habs guy can you give us some insight as to why you're probably going to continue to be the undertaker here? Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, I just want to see if we get a, we still don't have any, oh, we do have a goalie confirmation and it is Dawes, which is awesome because Vanacek's been brutal. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get on this under here and I'm going to bet it right now myself too, because, uh, I was kind of waiting for that confirmation. Um, I don't know if the market will necessarily react to that towards the under with the Dawes confirmation. He's been playing a lot better, but like I think market-wise, they probably would consider uh, the market would probably consider Vanacek better. I don't know. We'll see how that how they react to that. But Vanacek's been terrible this year. Uh, you go back a little bit further, and he's been brutal too. Um, this boils down to like, yeah, I mean the Habs are obviously I've I've been betting a lot of their unders, so I'm not going to make any uh, any secret about the fact that like I'm going to be on an under again here. I don't think anyone's that surprised. Um, but like this is also a good matchup for the sake that I think the Devils are a lot more of an under team than the market is kind of making them out to be. Uh, we saw them, you know, the under against uh, Boston on Monday. Um, they're just playing low event hockey. The injuries up front have kind of decimated their forward group. They don't have three, four lines they can score anymore like they used to. That depth has just been com- is completely gone. Um, you got Palat, you got Meyer, you got Hughes. Um, there, there's someone else that's out too for them um and then obviously on the back end you know missing hamilton and siegenthaler it's just like it's tough to you know f- replace that many guys with guys from you know the ahl and just not lose that any steam like like this so it's obviously kind of expected the way uh this has gone um yeah this is just they're just they're not generating a ton of offense they're still playing solid defensive hockey they're just uh they've turned into sort of a middle of the pack team with all these injuries is basically what it boils down to they're not this explosive run and gun team like the market is still kind of pricing them to be Habs are definitely a lot more of an under team especially with Montebo in that um sam sammy's been awesome uh 
definitely deserved that contract that they gave him. Um, we'll see whether it's sustainable long term, but at least in the you know the interim, he's been very very good since the start of last season. So yeah, getting a multiple and Dawes here is kind of perfect, and um, this is an under six and a half bet for me. All right, well under six and a half minus one hundred five a lock in. What does that number get up to, Moreto? Because there are a wide ranging. This is pretty widely available across some uh, regulated books there, but it, there are some ranging numbers for this. Yeah, let's go to uh, to like minus one fifteen. I'd say. Okay. So that is definitely widely available there. Yeah. Minus 110s, minus 111, 12, all the way out through 15. And again, check those in the bet stamp app. But uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on this game here tonight and uh, the goaltending situation going on? Yeah, so I wasn't expecting does tonight, actually. Um, I definitely Neither lean I. more to the under there. Um, Banachek, as you said, has been awful. I think kind of what you said that was interesting and I fully agree with is like, the market is probably still rating Vanacek better than Dawes. And I don't know how you can do that right now. Like we have at this point, like Dawes has played what last five or six games. He's played a bunch and like, he's been really good. Like when he first is that first game, I think he played Washington. Like, I think we were running to like bet the over in that game and bet Washington. I was running to bet Washington and like, he's been really good. But I think what we've seen like a lot of this year is that, the market doesn't necessarily have a good grasp of goalies. And I and I don't believe they do. They were very slow to pick up on Jonathan Quick having a good year. They were very slow on Gustafson struggling early. It's just there there's a pattern with this where like everybody kind of gets set in what goalies have like been in past years and doesn't realize that goalies are just so volatile year to year. Um so I think that you're kind of seeing that right now with Dawes, right? And it's like, I don't know how like, I do agree with you that if Vanacek was starting, the under would take money. I just don't agree with that. So I think something like this, where especially if you're getting a goalie on a hot streak, like, yeah, go ahead and kind of um, kind of look to back them. But no, it's certainly um, under nothing for me here. I actually may play it at this point. I was certainly expecting to see Vanacek with Dawes kind of playing um, a lot in the last few games. But no, fully agree on that. All right, well, double best bet on the under. Uh, we'll continue to move on here. We'll, we'll recap. We will, excuse me, recap the picks at the very end of the show here. You can see all of them uh, in real time over on the BetStamp app. You can find us there in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ, in which you can see our entire body of work from this season, as well as dating back to last year as well. So make sure to give that, uh, give that a check as well. If you're watching right now, please hit that like button here on the stream. We've talked about before the fact that Moretto is going to get me in uh, Habs jersey doing well watch-alongs and stuff uh if you want to see my brain explode in real time watching the maple leafs then that would also be another way to do so on these watch-alongs but we got to get to 2,000 subscribers here first so please hit that subscribe button we're just over 40 away here now i think actually might be down to 39 away for the subscribers so let's get it there hitting like here on the stream does help support us help pump those numbers up so we do appreciate that but uh yeah, you guys can help us. We can help get, get a little bit closer. Now, two more games here tonight. We'll take a look at this. The Florida Panthers minus 205 hosting the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit plus 190 coming in. A total currently sitting at six and a half for this one. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on this game here tonight? Uh, and Do you have an opinion on the side of the total? I have nothing at all. I'm kind of pretending this game doesn't exist. The Panthers are probably going to stomp them. I don't know what to make of Detroit right now. They've actually played pretty decent lately. I, I have nothing. I think the side and the total are kind of just in line. Um, I do have something for Florida later that we'll talk about, but no, I have nothing on this game tonight. 
All right. Um, Moretto, anything for you here? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, blanket bet unders on this show. I know they're not the most fun bet, but I did bet the uh, the under here. Um, I think that Alex Lyon is another guy who's kind of – we talk about goalies and how they're viewed in market. Like, he's not a named guy, and he's not someone who's the most respected, but his track record now, like, dating back pretty far, has been very good. He's had a good season. Uh, he's starting tonight. And, um, yeah, I mean, I bet this at uh, plus 107 um, at uh, an offshore – spot but like anything plus money for me is good i think so many talked about this too um on monday the panthers should not have totals at six and a half they're just they're not viewed correctly by this market um this is a very good very 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 good defensive hockey team and the red wings yeah they're, they're like albert touched on, touched on it they are a little bit of a weird team but they're not generating much either they're they're kind of almost like have been their shooting percentage has been very high due for some regression for sure kind of like vancouver-esque in that way except you know much much uh you know worse um but they're this is a tough matchup for them to try and get the offense going uh we're gonna get bobrovsky in net um i'm a fan of lion again this this total just shouldn't be as high as it is i don't think we should still be sitting at six and a half the fact that they played on monday against the ducks and had that high scoring game which was i think more just an outlier than anything where the ducks scored those five goals against them um you're not going to get that from florida very often so just a weird sort of afternoon game on a monday for them i think that's all you can chalk it up to and because right. of it i think we're getting a little bit of value on this uh on this under now because of it so yeah this is uh, another under for me and you know i don't have anything on the last game which we'll get to but i think albert and i were talking about it maybe this is a, a grand salami under type of night here where uh you know, I think the ceiling for these games is a little bit lower. So when we get some lines posted for that, I think that could be a, a, a fun bet for sure. All right. Well, there you go. Two best bets locked in. Uh, we will recap all of those again at the very end. But uh, under six and a half, anything plus money, we're going to grab that one. Plus 105. Now, final game in the schedule here tonight. The Buffalo Sabres, they are hosting the Chicago Blackhawks. Buffalo minus 260. Chicago plus 255. A total of six out there at books like Pinnacle. You can find some six and a halves elsewhere, but those will be heavily juiced to the under on those. Uh, Moretto, what are your thoughts on this game here, and do you have an opinion side or total? I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind getting, uh, like, it, it, honestly, you can make a case for both both sides of this total. Like, you, there's the, which is why I think it's kind of price right. Like, Soderblom and Net is is a big no no for me on on betting the under, um, especially against a Buffalo team that's kind of starting to turn it on a little bit. But Buffalo isn't playing great defensively. Uh, Chicago. We talked about how they are playing a lot better defensively, but now they're also on a back-to-back, -back, kind of a tough spot, tough matchup for them. Um, yeah, I just I don't have any interest in betting this either way. I do think that I do think that the ceiling for goals in this game though is low, which is why I like the the salami. Obviously, liking the under in the other two games, I think I don't think like I'm not willing to bet an under in this game, but I do think the ceiling is is low for goals in this game because I just don't think you're going to get enough from Chicago to really get like a a 10 goal eight goal game or nine goal game that would sewer the uh the salami right so i think the ceiling right. is lower but not enough for me to take an under here either all right well matt talk to me come on you you got to be getting disgusting here tonight no uh i mean <laughs> i can get disgusting with a salami i, I cannot get disgusting backing sort of blob. um uh, 
yeah, I this game doesn't exist. The slate is. I saw this <laughs> slate yesterday, and I was like, I, I'm not going to have much to add to this. Like, hopefully, we can get Zach ranting on the Leafs, and we can have Rangers talk radio. And I'll check that box. This, this, yeah, this, yeah, this game just it, it doesn't exist. Um, I actually like. I, I have played a good amount of these kind of salami totals this year. Exactly kind of what Moreto was saying, right? Like, you get a lot of games that you feel like. The ceiling's not necessarily that high. Like I, I've played a good amount of Salami Unders this year. I actually played it last night with one. Um, so I, I am in agreement with that. I think we end up seeing 18 or 18 and a half is that number. So I, I'd probably take that just to, you know, care about something. Um, but yeah, I this game just doesn't exist. It's ugly. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, as for today's bets, we are currently sitting at the two, uh, and you can see those in the bet stamp app. But for a quick recap here, we got the Habs Devils under six and a half, minus 105. And then as well, we've got the Red Wings Panthers under six and a half, plus 105 there as well. Um, Moretto, I see this comment here, Rich saying, March 9th, Toronto at Montreal, Jersey night. Walking in. Uh, no this is one no i i told you guys i will not do it if it's against the habs for just a regular habs game sure against the habs like no <laughs> no <laughs> i can't do that come on like well, i, I also that... have some pride <laughs> so here's where that becomes great because the leafs play the rangers and the habs on back-to-back saturday nights in early march Ooh. It's two wins so for you us. Gonna... <laughs> Zach's already <laughs> just dreading those days. Oh, God. All right. Well, we'll figure something out for those games. Well, maybe we'll do like our own internal show bet uh, on those ones when those happen. Uh, but those are the games for today. Now, I mentioned I was sent over some futures questions via Twitter. If you do have questions and stuff, obviously send them in the chat during live here. Uh, but if you're someone who watches after the fact or listens on podcasts, reach out and we'll try to answer these as well. It does help also just give us extra things to talk about on days where there's only three games here. We're not going to not gonna lie to you guys. We add, have to add other stuff to it. Um, but uh, just quickly here to close this one out, Matt on Twitter messaged me and said, um, was wondering if you guys could go over the futures market, divisional races, playoffs, and awards. Uh, that one we did kind of cover here, especially on the Wednesday show, a little bit over the last couple of weeks. But Matt says, was particularly cu- particularly curious to get some thoughts on the Islanders to make playoffs. Gone in at minus 130, so the market has moved against me somewhat on that. And the Panthers to win their division. Got in at plus 200, so better news there. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on, first and foremost, we'll start with these two, the Islanders to make the playoffs, got in at minus 130. Is there any way you'd kind of counteract that? Do you just hold on to that ticket? Thoughts there? And then finally, with the Panthers to win their division, plus 200. Um, and if you're just going to sit and hold those tickets. Um, I'm not I, as worried uh, about... Go ahead. No, no, you, yeah, you can go, you can go. <clears throat> I'm not as worried about the Islanders right now as I think others are. I think this is just kind of a rough patch for them. And you look at it and it's like, it's not like they've dropped like out of contention or anything. Like they're one point out of a playoff spot after having gone through a rough patch. Um, that said, obviously there's better numbers out there. I see like plus 200 out there that I actually think may not be a bad play. Like right now you got what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams within two points in the East around that line. So it's like, I think when you're looking, if you're going to play some team around there, you're looking for one of those teams with longer odds down there, like the Islanders. I just kind of closed out of what I was in. Um, 
the Islanders, like, I think they're around plus 200. So I, I do like that more than most. Um, I obviously have thoughts on the Panthers, but I'll let Moreno go to the Isles first. So I, can pull this um, I think the Isles are a little bit cooked right now. I don't know. Um, I see Charles in the chat uh, here that I, I think I somewhat agree with this. I think there's something going on with um, Lambert. I don't think they are buying into him right now. I don't think he's able to get them up for like the, the way the team just like left the bench after that Saturday game. Uh, that was nuts. That was very, I've never seen anything like that. That was very strange. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's something going on there. This team is a little bit, they look a little bit dead to me. Um, I don't think that, I think there's way too much talent for them to be dropping off the way they have. And Matt, like Matt's right, they're not out of it and they do have a good team. And like, there's not a ton that suggests, you know, they're like cooked here, but like, just like, narrative and just like how it looks from the outside they look a little bit cooked um yeah we'll see whether they can turn it around i don't know maybe like a trade maybe they do fire lambert honestly i do think fire lambert is maybe the way to go here uh i don't think he's gotten the most out of this team for a while now and you know like defensively you look at like the guys they have on that team and you know in like dobson and and pelic and you know everyone they have on the back end they have a very good team. They should be playing. Like, I understand you, they want to cater a little bit more towards offense, but, like, you can't come at a complete sacrifice of how you are defensively in the system. And they're not playing good. Um, they're leaning very heavily on Sorokin, which obviously is, like, a luxury that they have. But this team should be playing a lot better than they are, and I think that Lambert is probably an issue. And I do think that getting rid of him now and – Maybe it's like selfish, but getting rid of Lambert and bringing someone in and just to get that new coach bump for a little while is probably enough to push them over the edge and get them into the playoffs. So like selfishly, maybe yeah. I kind of hope that happens. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. I, I think at the end of the day, you can look at it like who's out there that's going to help us. I mean, Barube would be fantastic. Does he want the job? I don't know. But if you can no, there's, bring Barube. No, 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 no. There's a spot waiting for him uh, in Toronto here. In Toronto, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, that's, that's what I would do if I were them. I would make that change now, uh, get that bump. And I think he's honestly Brube and Lou in there. Whew. That's, 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 that's the framework you want. That's the framework you want. So, uh, that would be, that would be very good for my, uh, my Isles friends. I hope that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. And to your point about the coach thing, like you could blame rosters and stuff or say maybe they're the Islanders team, just how it, how it's been playing, how it's been constructed, maybe it's not good enough or whatever. But to me, it also goes to the point of like, you know, when you just pull a goalie who maybe the goals haven't been their faults in a first period, it's a, you're down three, nothing there, a couple bad goals against, or from the team perspective, not on the goalie and you yank the goalie. And you're kind of hear the commentator saying, Oh, none of those have been their fault, but it's like that wake up call to the rest of the team in a sense, especially at this point, you doing that to a team with a coach with a team that's supposed to be better than they are can kind of just send the same message. Like, we can't do anything about you guys right now. So this is the next best option. Sending like that kind of message to the team. Like mm -hmm. you haven't been good enough. You've cost this guy his job. Like, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to respond to that? And that can sometimes be enough to just jolt you into the right direction where maybe you get the coaches bump, but then maybe it just sustained because you kind of look around like the Oilers there in Edmonton when Woodcroft gets pulled, like, no one thought Woodcroft was the problem. That was that was the, them and the, the way that they were playing to start the season on top of the fact that McDavid and Dreisaitl hadn't been playing like normal McDavid and Dreisaitl, but Woodcroft gone, Nabla comes in there. Like, 
you can't you you cannot convince me that Nabla is the greatest coach to ever stand behind the bench but it's a different voice it's, it's a different perspective a different opinion and now those are those players who loved Woodcroft are kind of sitting there going oh fuck we cost that guy his job because of the way we were playing so uh yeah I think the coaches uh switch up could be could be pretty good there um, are there any other divisional races, playoffs, or, or awards, futures awards that you guys are looking at at this point in time? Matt, we'll start with you. Yeah, I was trying to pull that up while he was talking. Um, so I'm already loaded in Panthers everything. We've talked about Panthers conference, Panthers division. Um, I played this morning Panthers plus 320 to finish the East with the most points this year. Um, that's at FanDuel. I don't know how widely available that is. Um, I very high on Florida, very high on them this year, high on their ability to add near the deadline. Rangers have kind of struggled a little bit. Like the Leafs aren't going to be up there. I'm obviously pretty low on the Bruins and their ability to score. I think the Panthers right now might be the best team in the East, frankly. Um, so I think you're kind of looking at that and they're the third favorite in there. Um, the other one I did play the other day was them, I believe it was 11 to one um, to win the president's trophy, but I got on that one as well. I, I'm just loaded up on everything Florida here. And Moretta, we know that you're also loaded up on Florida here uh, on some futures stuff. Is there anything else out there? or Have you added anything recently? No. So we talked about this um, for Matt, who sent you the message, if he's listening. We talked about futures a couple weeks ago. Um, maybe Zach can throw uh, a link in the description after or like in the comments or something like this later on today, if you want to check out that episode. But I still... Uh, Think there's i don't think there's value in everything that we gave out i mean the oilers to win the division at eight to one was i think a really good bet at that time now they're like in more than like the three uh yeah. three to one range like the five to two range not necessarily um uh not or seven to two range i guess not necessarily dying to to do that anymore but the panthers still like obviously it's a lot shorter now but plus plus 150 ish on the panthers to win the uh atlantic is still a good bet i think that uh i think they're gonna win the atlantic that's what it boils down to i think this you know matt i like matt's bet of them to win the conference maybe even or like not to win the conference but to have the most regular season points which is obviously less widely available is also a very good look i didn't even notice that market um so i like that too yeah panther stuff um i think the honestly the hurricanes to win the uh the division not to throw shade at the rangers um because you know cap capo cap goes back and he boosts their win percentage by 5% uh, every game from here on out, as long as At he least. plays. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, I think that, you know, Albert gave that out a little while ago and that, that price isn't the same anymore either. But I think the uh, the Hurricanes to win the division is a decent look still at like around two to one. But I, I haven't bet anything futures wise since uh, that week where we kind of loaded up on some Panthers and other stuff. Uh, I see a question here. I can answer this one. Matthew Bingham saying, is there one particular player prop market that you found that has the most value, uh, i.e. goals, shots on goals, saves, etc.? Seems like line shopping, bigger price variances in these markets offers potential value. That's first and foremost the easiest one way to go about it. Um, saves, for me particularly, these being something I've stayed away from. Uh, that is just like look, you want to talk about NFL guys getting injured and stuff and being prepared to bet unders because that can happen. Saves is like a goalie could let in one bad goal on three shots or two bad goals on three shots and be down 2 nothing in the first like eight minutes of a period and he's gone. And 
the other team might put up 50 60 shots that night where you would have hit the saves mark but like the guy you bet on is cooked within the first five minutes like obviously these things things some things you have to account for but it's just more it's it's a little bit more difficult to kind of account for some of those maybe some teams have defensive clinics at nights like it can be somewhat tough if you're just someone who's just going to line shop from that standpoint goals seems to be the best area especially if you have an understanding of the game the lineups the kind of matchups the stylistic matchups that are going to happen and maybe the usage players are going to get where you can find i know moretto jokes about it all the time but like you can find that matthew nyes who was playing on the third line is now all of a sudden going to be playing on the first line and he's being priced as a fourth line player at that point in time when it's like well okay maybe his ability to score if he's on the third or fourth line is should be that but not when he's playing with matthews image martin like that's a different that's a different pricing and those are the ones that you can pick off and find so that's kind of where i've been able to find the biggest discrepancies in those uh a question here for was, you guys to close mm-hmm. oh sorry go ahead no go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead i was gonna pull out well, i was just gonna say at one point too so there's a question here from jeremy as well do you guys know of any regulated u.s books that offer the salami matt as our u.s correspondent Fanduel <laughs> okay, offers it um i don't believe DraftKings offers it i don't know about others personally um, all right Fanduel um, has it under their i the caveat i'll put on Fanduel is i know it's not offered in some states um but okay. if you have it it'll be under daily specials and then moretto what was the question you were going to pull yeah, up and want to just uh, jump over from charles here um which top six wingers should the panthers get at the deadline they definitely need one um or at least like some middle six guy because their depth scoring hasn't been uh hasn't been happening for them i think Luster ryan is their only bottom six four that has a goal in the last like month and he's got five he's got all five of them um I my dream scenario for the Panthers would be to uh, to add Anthony Mantha. I think that's who he's a pending UFA. He's got a bigger contract, but obviously you're only taking on a fra- fraction of that with uh, with you know acquiring him at the deadline. Um, they have the room to acquire him. They have they're one of the few teams that has the space. He's not on the books for next year, which is great. Uh, this is a guy who's like obviously got a history of scoring goals in this league he's scoring goals again this year at a rate he didn't um you know in the last couple years very big body like to add another big body like that to that team in the middle six you when you you know to guys like bennett and to chuck and like i mean mantha's a guy who's just a nightmare to play against um that would be just like the perfect stylistic and everything fit for florida that's like my dream ad for them as someone who wants to see this team uh make a deep run for for all our wallets i think um mantha i think would be mantha would be perfect for them yeah and i think yeah, when you're looking at like agree. guys that play playoff style like he fits that for them right and it's like i think yeah. it kind of helps everybody slot in below him really well too so no i'm in full agreement that he agrees that uh, all right, I think that'll do it for today's show. We do appreciate all the support. Charles, I appreciate the kind words there. It gets brighter eventually. Zach was terrible to be a Panthers fan forever. Now it's pretty awesome. I'm happy for you, uh, but uh, I'm also from <laughs> Toronto, man. Like, this is, this is who that. we are. Like, this is what we do. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, but I appreciate everyone who's come uh, come over uh, and, and supported this show. Carrie LeMay hopping over and choosing the Edgework show. We appreciate that. Tim and Rich coming over from the Ice Guys there as well and watching. I appreciate all the support from everybody. Before we can get out of here today, we did recap a couple of the bets. We have the two 
the Habs, Devils under six and a half minus one oh five, the Red Wings, Panthers under six and a half plus one oh five. But I have something for Moretto to just send him off on a on a happy note here uh, to finish the day. Let's go and play this clip for him. Um, obviously pissed off about it, but um, like I said, I mean, all these games we've been playing, we've played some really good hockey. Um, you know, we've um, just given them back. We've had a lot of chances to really good hockey games and haven't done a good job of that. And um, you know, I thought you know, we played pretty good defensively again tonight, but um, you know, just a little slip up here and there, and they got a lot of skill that can make things happen. What a quote, boys. What a quote. What a it's team. All good, guys. It's, all good. From the it's best, all good. Learn from the best hockey dad out there. What a – oh, God. All right. Uh, anyways, thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. Uh, we do appreciate the support. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, the fire alarm outside my apartment ripping right as we go here as I'm well. I'm also seeing a, We're a just 19 and a half here for uh... – for <laughs> what a day for Grant Salami. That's the first one I see. Yeah, we're we're going nice. under nineteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we thanks everyone for tuning in. We appreciate the support. <laughs> I, my computers Matt. aren't even working. I got the sun fucking coming through over here now. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone who tuned in, Matt, oh, Moretto. Thank you guys for taking the time to do this. Uh, we'll see everyone back here tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time for more picks and previews. Myself, So Money, and Rusty Bill. Matt, we'll see you back here. Moretta, we'll see you back here next week as well. Thanks for everyone for the support. Continue to like and subscribe here to the channel. If you listen on podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.